Welcome to Dolly Shares, a show where Dolly Howard shares her experiences, thoughts, and emotions, as only Dolly can. This is a pre-recorded presentation. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. You're listening to Dolly Shares. It's a pre-recorded number 71. Wow. Coming to you from Dolly World. I'm recording this to be aired for the first time on Wednesday, March 11, 2020. Nancy Hopkins is a producer and I'm Dolly Howard. Um, wow. Wow. I, I'm just so amazed that I've done 71 of these things. Um, let me make sure I'm on 71. Hold on. Yep, 71. Uh, I want to share with you about heaven's blessings in different places with different perspectives. I have arrived at a different place with different perspective. But first, the angel card, and I drew it, and then I went ahead and I typed out my thoughts that I wanted to share with y'all for today, and I couldn't believe it. I don't know why I can't believe that angels pull the perfectest card every time. The one they had me pull this time was Archangel Amarusha. Gifts from Heaven. Archangel Amarusha brings great blessings and great tidings of joy and abundance. Amarusha says, Dear one, I shower you this day with pure blessings from above. May you be blessed in all you do and say this day. Oh, I'm really emotional. May your path before you be blessed as you move forward on your journey. See this beautiful sparkly energy swirling around you and see this energy flowing into your energy field. Take a moment and feel the blessing. Give thanks to Amarusha for this blessing and the other blessings that are on their way. Thank you, Archangel Amarusha and all the other angels. Thank you for loving me, for caring and helping me. Thank you, thank you. I'm telling you, once I say everything I have typed up, because I didn't want to, I didn't want to be ham-hawing around. I wanted to get my thoughts across without uh, distraction. Um, but you're going to see once I start reading it, this, this card is is so perfect. My blessings. Oh my gosh. I am so blessed. No, I don't want to save this. Okay. So. Oh. <clears throat> Bear with me. Okay. I got an hour to go. I can't have this oh stuff going on. <laughs> it's just a, a jab. 
white thing that makes me have to pause for a minute. Okay, let's uh, delete this. And there we go. Now, I want to I wanna share with you, I had swamp being derangement terrible. I mean, I suffered from that, y'all, until my last hospital visit. I looked up definitions for perspective and derangement so I can share how the dictionaries describe those words, because I'm going to share that with you. From the American Heritage Dictionary of the English Language, 5th edition, they uh, define perspective as noun, a view or vista, a mental view or outlook. And I share that with you because my perspectives have changed. And they even surprise me when I say things these days. Sometimes I think, wow, uh, where did that come from? I didn't feel like that before about that. And so I pay attention and I explore. Where did this come from? Why do I feel this way now? And anyway, on to the next definition. I found uh, the free dictionary. Um, derangement, it's a noun. Now this is for people who have de Trump derangement, swamp being derangements. You see this a lot these days these two derangements especially um, and I did want to explore that because I was experiencing those n n that bad derangement so much so derangement is a noun number one definition a lack of order or regular arrangement chaos clutter confusedness confusion, derangement, disarray, disorder, disorderedness, disorderliness, disorganization, jumble, mess, mix-up, muddle, muss, scramble, topsy-turviness, tumble. And the slang word is snafu for all that. And then number two, in this definition is serious mental illness or disorder impairing a person's capacity to function normally and safely brain sickness craziness dementia disturbance insaneness insanity lunacy madness mental illness psychopathy unbalance and for psychiatry they define it as mania psychology says aberration alienation that came from the American heritage Rogay's thesaurus copyright 2013-2014 by Houghton 
Mifflin Harcourt Publishing Company, published by Houghton Mif Mifflin Harcourt Publishing Company. All rights reserved. I like to always give the sources. So you can see, those of you who know me, you can see I had derangement to the fullest degree. Insanity. Craziness. Dementia. Disturbance. Lunacy. Madness. Mental illness. So unbalanced. <laughs> oh, I had it pretty bad, y'all. Thank God. I don't have that anymore. I can honestly say that. So, I'm going to read to you what I typed that came from my heart. I got to the place where my children were concerned. I couldn't watch the news, and I only watched Fox and OAN news channels. I still only watch those because I can't handle listening to the lies from the media. I don't get deranged. I just don't like listening to their lies. And then, when they're lying, they forget what lie they told, and and, and they try to back up their lie with another lie that doesn't match the first lie. And Oh, jeez. Anyway. I don't watch them. So, without... Uh, I couldn't watch the news, and I only watched Fox and OAN news channels without ending up with bad chest pains and angina attacks just seeing the swamp beings on the screen. Then, when I heard their voices, I went into full-blown derangement spiral. That's what I called it. I, could, I actually could feel the spiral. I lost control of all my emotions, thoughts, words. I actually couldn't even talk sanely. Noises came out of me that didn't make any word sense. I became sick to my stomach to the point of having to fight throwing up. I had horrible headaches. I felt myself fall into a downward vortex. Even when the TV news was off, it only took swamp beings' names to be uttered in my presence, and I'd head down that derangement downwards vortex. Then, the last time I was admitted to the hospital for a few days and nights due to my heart issues, my life changed once again. It seems I am constantly being upgraded, and that's a good thing. If we don't get and accept the upgrades, I believe we will be in serious spiritual trouble. I'm very thankful that I'm loved and blessed so much with all the upgrades. They love me enough to give me challenges and upgrades. Oh, yes, thank you, thank you, God, angels, posse. There are some things that don't appear to be upgrades to those looking on. Yet they, to me, are big and important. I'll give you a few examples. I'm only going to give you two examples. There are so many. I'm just going to do two. When one finds out that they've been in a bad situation for a time, 
short or long, doesn't matter. You just realize, I'm in a bad frickin' situation here that is dragging them down emotionally and physically and maybe putting them in harm's way. And efforts have been made to address the issues, but none of the efforts work. The best thing to do is to walk away or even run away to find a safe place mentally and physically. It won't be easy, but the person will grow in good ways and start moving forward rather than stagnating in a bad place. Won't be easy at all. It's a hard, hard thing to get out of something you're so used to being in, even when it's an awful, awful place for you. Another example is agree to disagree. People think differently from each other, and that is a good thing. If we were all alike and thought the same thoughts, what would be the sense of existing? Viva la difference, I say. Okay. Had to take a little break there. Um, uh, to outsiders looking in on these two examples, it looks like someone is being a coward. Not so. It takes more courage to get out of bad situations than to continue to be used, abused, and stagnate. If you don't believe so, because you've never been in a situation that is going nowhere fast or stagnating in bad places mentally and physically. Or, or, or it's just a not right situation. If you've never been in those places, bless you. Bless you, bless you, bless you. You won't understand until you've experienced. You won't fully understand until you've experienced being in those bad places. So don't be so hard on others because you don't know what goes on behind their closed door. You're just seeing the outside of what you're being allowed to see, what they're letting you see. And it might not be who they really are inside. And don't be so hard on yourself either. Give yourself a break. Some of life's lessons are difficult. But if you don't learn them the first time around, don't worry about it. Because the lesson will keep coming at you until you do learn it. <laughs> I always seem to have to go through the lesson several times before I learn it. But I have found there are some lessons that I didn't learn and they've come around again recently since I had the hospital experience. And I'm learning them. I'm, I'm recognizing, oh my gosh, I've been through this situation before. I need to examine what's going on here and make the changes I need to make. <clears throat> now, some of you have heard this story 
but some haven't. So for those who haven't, and for those who have and might want to be interested to hear it again, I'm going to go ahead and retell this, because to me it's important. Uh, it's important that you give me a break, give me a chance. I know I was deranged so awful, and it was pointed out to me how hard it was to listen to my words, because I was in such a bad place. I apologize from the bottom of my heart, I apologize to y'all. So anyway, let's go to my story. I was in my room alone in the hospital. They had finally put me in a private room, so I had no roomies. There were no nurses, no kids with me at that moment in time, no doctors. I was all alone with my angels and posse. They're always with me. All of a sudden, things around me started to shake as an earthquake. I was wondering, what is going on? Do we have earthquakes here in Florida? I don't think so, but who knows? It could happen. My bed was moving ever so slightly. The covers were moving a lot. My vision went wonky. I was seeing things through a blur. I felt off kilter. I, I felt so off balance. I remember my leg being touched, and I was being reassured by my posse and angels. I felt a movement inside of me. Uh, uh, something was going on inside of me, as if being taken from where I was to a new place in time, not physically, but in time. Internally, my, my being was being altered. I didn't understand it. I was still in the hospital bed, and I was confused as to what was happening, and I fell asleep. And I slept good for the first time in quite a while. Oh, my gosh. I was having bad dreams and all. I couldn't sleep for over an hour at a time, and I was constantly tired because I wasn't getting any rest, any true rest. Um, so it was, I was in a difficult place in that derangement thing. So when I woke up, I felt different. I felt more peaceful and settled. And as the days have passed since then, I've been realizing different things about my thoughts. And when I got home and settled from the hospital and turned on the TV, I of course turned it in, turned it on to Fox. Um, and. They were doing a report on some swamp being or other, and and I didn't react to it. I just sat there watching and listening in a calm manner. And then in a, in a little bit, I realized I wasn't being deranged. 
I, I had clear thoughts. I was calm. I was peaceful. I was just watching. And I was curious as to what they were going to do next and, and thinking that I should send them a love blanket. Then I sat up and took notice of myself and my reactions. It was a good feeling. I didn't go into that derangement vortex and spiral down and down and down like I was doing. And I didn't really understand it, but I was enjoying it. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna just look at it and think well I don't I I just wasn't going to look a horse in the face and not believe what he's saying so um, as the days have been passing I'm realizing more things about myself that are different than before the earthquake experience and I have this attitude of my job now is to wait, wonder, and watch. And to be. Just to be. To be me. To, to be what I feel the newness. To be here for others. Not that I'm going to step in and tell them how I think they should live their lives, but I'm here if they want to say something to me. Because my job now is to wait and wonder and watch. Before, I wanted the swamp beings gone one way or the other. I didn't give a poop how they were gone. I wanted them gone gone. Now, I think about sending them love and caring blankets. And I wait and wonder and watch them and how their antics play out. And I wonder when the times will be different for them in their lives. <coughs> so, on to my current definition of swamp beings, which it really was, it, it stayed the same, mostly, ooh, there goes my alarm, I need to do something here. So, um, it basically is the same, but I'm doing it in a calm manner now. <laughs> uh, and, um, I don't, wish for their demise as much as I used to. Hold on. Three o'clock. Time I had to do something. So, um, on to my current definition of swampies. There are bad ones who are just pure evil. I believe there isn't much hope for those ones. Now, this is my definition of swamp beings. So I can share with you where I'm coming from. 
Those are the ones like Hillary and Bill Clinton, for example. So you know who I'm, what kind, what, what uh, characteristics the ones who are just pure evil to me, in my opinion, are like Hillary and Bill. There are ones who are doing evil things because of derangement and mind control. Those are ones I also send love blankets with some peace and understanding of what is happening to them thrown in for good measure. <laughs> I believe there is hope for them, but they're still living in the swamp. So they still, in my thoughts, are characterized as swamp beings. They're just the ones who can uh, overcome it in my opinion. That is what is going on in Dolly World now when it comes to swamp beings. I have been and am so very blessed that God, my angels, and the posse, which includes Dave Corso, of course, love me enough to continue to push me forward, onward, and eventually upward. That derangement lesson was a hard one on me, emotionally and physically. And I know that it had to have been a hard one on those around me also, those that heard my thoughts. I apologize. I really do. And at the same time, I thank you all for sticking with me through that lesson of mine. That was so freaking hard. It was awful. It was so awful in every way. And for those of you who have derangement and who didn't recognize that you have derangement, maybe the definition of the word derangement help could help you to see you're suffering from a derangement of some sort. Maybe you should or could take a look at yourself inside your thoughts and how you feel about different things that get you all upset. And, and you can help yourself to get out of the derangement place. I'm enjoying being in this new place where Dolly World has traveled to. I actually feel that I've moved from the derangement place to a new one. I know that I have bunches of more lessons, but for now, I'm enjoying this new place and the new thoughts I'm experiencing. I prefer being calmer and letting go of derangement symptoms. And, um, I'm enjoying the now, learning more lessons whilst here because I'm still way far from perfection. And I'm wondering and watching whilst I wait for what's coming up, for what's going to be happening, and for what is happening. There's so many things happening now with uh, the swamp beings. Um, and with the world, so many things are happening, y'all. Some people 
are finally being brought to atonement. I don't know if it's the atonement we think it should be when it when it's all over and done with. Um, but from what I understand, they will get an atonement of some sort. And uh, I heard that Schiff is one of them. And now Schumer, oh boy, Schumer really put himself in it, didn't he? Oh my gosh. He took that crowd with him to be in front of the of the the building where the legis where the judges are. I can't think of its name right now. He took that crowd and he made sure he had T V cameras and on him. And he put on his performance threatening the two judges. I can't believe he did it. I cannot be. He named them by name. Uh, I think it, who was it? Kavanaugh and uh, the name has escaped me. Mm, sorry, the name has definitely escaped me, but he threatened them by name. And then he proceeds to say, Oh, I didn't threaten them personally. Uh, um, he said he was talking to the Republicans, I believe is what he said. Who did... Schumer threaten T H E T E N. Let's see if I can find it. Names threaten Justices Kavanaugh and Gorsuch. That's the two he threatened. Jeez, oh Pete, and then they were telling him, You need to apologize. So he goes in front of the legislature and he says, I'm sorry you didn't like what I said. I'm sorry I didn't you didn't like what I said. What What kind of apology is that? <laughs> and um I don't know if he ever did make a real apology or not cuz I'm not watching it as much as I used to. I'm really not which surprises me because before it was an obsession, I had to turn on the, the Fox or OAN. I had to turn them on. And now, I go about my day I, talking with Nancy on, on Skype or listening to the shows that we record on the station or that Nancy records. Or... or I do different things, or I watch uh, documentaries on TV. I love the History Channel and and the Ancient Alien Channel. I think that might be the History Channel and Oak Island, and I love watching those kind of things. And so, but I don't think about 
Oh, I should turn to Foxer OAN and see what's going on. Basically, I've reached a place where whatever is, is. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But in the meantime, I throw out good thoughts into the cosmic consciousness and uh, things I picture that the bad peoples are being either the bad peoples are being take of, taken care of in whatever way is for the highest and best for all concerned that's how I look at that send out that thought and they try to send out more love blankets just randomly send them out there to whoever needs them and comfort and and whatever emotion I think of at that time I slip it in the blanket and I send it out to the universe and tell it please send this wherever it needs to go wherever it'll do the best wherever it'll help the most for the highest and best for whoever gets it I like to do that rather than sit here and fume about the evil swamp beings. Now you know the definitions of my swamp beings. <laughs> the evil ones and the bad ones who are being controlled and one way or another. Now you know. And I don't look at the, I don't think about them standing in front of the firing squad anymore. I really don't. That hasn't entered my mind for a while since uh, since my earthquake experience in the hospital. I just thought of it now because I'm being guided on what to say. My posse's here. <laughs> and Dave is here. Do you have anything to share, Dave? Uh I'm listening, y'all. He says, Don't be surprised by the good things you see now, and some people will not, they'll be terrified because they aren't really awake yet. They, they still don't want to see what's truly going on, so when they are forced to see it. They're going to be scared. They're going to be terrified, as are these evil swamp beings right now. They are terrified. Dave says uh, their terror can be felt. Their ter terror is felt. And of course, the white hats, the good, the good ones who are fighting this war. It is a war, and it's not just a <coughs> war being fought here on Earth. It's a spiritual war, also. And he says, "Please be sending out good thoughts." And. He said, don't forget about the greenhouse. 
the green shimmering house go there because when you go there and you send your good thoughts out to people to uh, angels to spirits to to animals to whoever whomever whatever you want to send good thoughts out to if you go into this shimmering greenhouse it gives you more of a focus and there's more people like you and me who go there and they have their focus and we're all in this place focusing together sending out our thoughts to the universe to be sent where our thoughts are needed the most for the highest and best of all concerned um, it really gives strength to it because there's so many of us there in that sh shimmering greenhouse and Dave's very thankful along with all the others very thankful that you're going there he says more people are going there than you could ever imagine Dolly and they're thanking me for putting that thought out you're welcome <coughs> uh, um, where, what else Dave oh yeah he was saying don't be don't be startled about the things you're going to be seeing it's time it's not time yet for some things to be done but it's time for the things that are being done now things had to be put in place that's why it's taking so long the right things have to be put in the right places so that the so that the end results can be handled in the proper ways at this time they don't want to mess anything up is what he's saying uh, and if you notice they're tattling on themselves they're getting themselves into trouble and they're throwing each under each other under the buses now more so than they did before um, like Schumer he couldn't help himself I'm being told he had to do that internally he felt he had to go out there and do that on the cameras and make these threats to, to justices Kavanaugh and Gorsuch because he's got so much evilness in his being toward these two men especially that it had to come out of him in order for him to feel like he can go on breathing he's so full of evil and and I'm being told expect more things like this to come from swamp beings that are evil because uh, they can't hold it in anymore it's coming to the place where it's exploding from them they have no control over themselves anymore like they like they did um, and Pelosi's definitely lost control of 
anything, everything. Not that she really had it in the first place, he says, but they used to pretend and they'd go behind your back and and he's saying now they don't go behind your back anymore. She's just she's just uh, waiting out her time, her days. So um, don't be surprised what you're seeing. Uh, and send out lots of love blankets or compassion blankets or for them to understand what's going on with themselves or whatever. Whatever you can think of you want to send out. Please send out those blankets because they do work. Uh, they are valid things. Um, what else, Dave? Ah, there is a lot of turmoil going on wherever the evil swamp beings are. There's a lot of turmoil. Don't be surprised by it. And don't be surprised when we start seeing that the <coughs> controlled, mind-controlled swamp beings are starting to change. Um, and they will probably go into great confusion, disarray. They will they will be acting confused great confusion there's going to be great confusion around them and Dave says that they would appreciate if you could um, surround the those beings in love and peace they need some peace and comfort he says and comfort and anything else you can think of that will help them. Thank you, Dave. I didn't even think about doing that. I'm learning new things every day. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate being here. In, in, with Dolly in this. Who, somebody told me, said, oh, in between place. I'm in an in-between place. I'm out of the derangement syndrome. I'm in a calm place, and uh, where I'm, where I'm waiting, wondering, and watching. And that's my job now, they say, and they're asking other people to come to this place, and they're in their worlds to uh, to be in the wait, watch, and wonder place and in the place where you can help others who come to you. It's being stressed to me. These beings, these people who who are able to get past the derangements in their lives and they are moving to the in between place in between the derangement syndrome and your next your next adventure in life <laughs> you're at this oh he's saying it's a it's a place where we can rest gather our thoughts in a calm peaceful way he said we've been through so much 
so so much hard lessons that we are at a place where we have deserved a rest <clears throat> because we've learned these lessons that were so hard we we are at the place where where we can rest and feel the arms of love around us the energies of love around us and we can be like a little child just lay back in the loving arms and rest <laughs> thank you so much Dave I didn't see it that way before thank you posse thank you angels and mostly thank you God oh yes um he says there will be a lot of people coming to the place of rest that's what we'll call it now rather than the in-between place they want me to call it the place of rest we'll be at the place of rest the more the merrier <laughs> um what else Dave Animals, yes. Even animals. I've heard this from people. Um, I think Nancy has said it and other people have said it. Even animals are changing. Like it said in the Bible before the Mandela effect. <laughs> that just frustrated the heck out of me. And now I just sit back and say... Well, thank God, I knew the Bible before the Mandela Effect. Of course, I don't know how many Mandela Effects occurred, but <laughs> anyway, first time I knew it, the lamb laid with the lion. The lamb laid with the lion, not the donkey or whatever they say now. Wolf, I think they say a wolf now, the Bible does. But that's because a Mandela effect happened, and it even changed my grandma's Bible that I used to read. And she, she had a felt board because she taught Sunday school, and I think it was the third grader she taught. But she had this felt board with the characters she had made and cut out, and oh, she's an artist, believe me, they were beautiful. So she she would teach the story of the lamb lying with the sh lion and and she'd walk the lamb over to the lion and then she'd switch out to the lying down lamb and the lying down lion and she'd have them together i remember that i remember watching her do that <laughs> so I needed to share that. Hold on. Um, Annette just walked in. She went to get her nails done after she got out of work. She was showing me her nails. Dave says he likes your nails, Annette. Um, so, where were we, Dave? Well, we were talking about uh, the rest place. 
He says, more and more people are waking up and more and more people are able to come to the rest place because they've gone through these hard lessons. So he says, there's hope. Um, it looked like for a long time that there wasn't even any hope. But he says, now people can actually see hope, which is a wonderful thing. Um, I'm trying to see the picture he's trying to show me. Hold on. He's showing me a bunch of what I call lazy chairs, lounge chairs where the feet can go up and the head goes back. And some are vibrate chairs. Some are vibration and heat. <laughs> some are just warmth. Some are, some are just chairs that lay back. I'm seeing whole bunches of chairs of different varieties for people to sit in and rest in the rest place. And um, I'm hearing lots of different kinds of musics. Uh, jazz, Caribbean, disco, uh, church-type music, elevator music. He, has, he says they have music for every person. Different types for each person. You can request music as you're laying in your chair. <laughs> and books, oh my gosh, he's showing me this huge library. You, Any book you think of is going to be in that library, and you'll even be guided to it, but you have to ask and thank them. And, um... They have quiet rooms, special quiet rooms where you can go and have quiet time to think about whatever you want to think about. To look inside yourself, to look outside, to to look around what's going on or, or what you'd like it to be. Uh, kind of like a meditative room, I guess is what he's saying. Is that right? Yeah, he says, meditative, but not like the meditation that you were taught. Like to focus on one thing, and, and no, he says, where you can just let your thoughts go. And uh, they're, they're very happy with the, the, the way things are going. <laughs> I'm not saying that. We ha are having a discussion on swords. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. You go talk to her. <laughs> oh, all right. He said, you can picture the angels with swords or not. It's all up to what's in your mind to picture them. <laughs> I love it. 
he says he loves the way Nancy and I communicate. <laughs> yeah. That we have been together for a long time. Long time. Way before this. This time here. Um, what, what else, Dave? Uh, he says in this rest place, you can do whatever you want that is uh, restful for you. You can go dancing, any kind of dance you want. You can do anything as long as it's along the lines of letting your mind and body <coughs> rest from what you've been going through. No, no turmoil, no badness, just good. Everything good. If you still have to clear your mind of bad stuff, then, then you might be close to the rest place, but you won't be allowed in it, not until you're completely at rest, at a place where you can rest, uh, versus mm, the place being where you go and, and uh, get rid of the bad stuff. First you get rid of the bad stuff the turmoil and then you can go completely into the rest place. They have like a ante, ante room or a I can't think of the name of it Dave. I can't get it. It's like an ante room where you can release all the badness because you feel you're ready to go to the rest place and you're in, in this anteroom you can release all the badness and go into when you've released it all and you ask them am I clear and the answer comes back yes please go rest then, then you know you have arrived at the rest place <laughs> I love it and see, I didn't even realize that until I'm telling it to you all. They're telling me, and I'm telling it to you, so give me a minute. I'm going to be selfish here. So, did I go through that antechamber? Antechamber. I did. when I was in the hospital and I had the earthquake experience. Uh, I did it a lot when I was sleeping and then I had a few little leftovers that I got rid of without even knowing. And then I went into the rest place completely. Okay, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Posse. Thank you, angels. And God, thank you so much for your Okay, I think that I've reached the end. Um, a few more minutes, Dave. What do you got? 
What do you have? I shouldn't say, what do you got? What do you have left to share? At this time? <sighs> Nothing. Uh, they're having a little discussion there. They appreciate that talk of angels is happening more often. Please share your angel stories. Please continue to, for example, smile at people wherever you see them. At the bank, at the store, walking on walks, wherever you run into them. Smile. Acknowledge them in pleasant ways. You are blessed for doing that. Um, He says, just rest. Don't feel guilty about it. Just rest. No guilt, because that's a bad thought. You can't bring guilt with you into the rest area. You won't be in there all the way. You'll still be in the antechamber. And I found uh, that I don't have that anymore. I know I've done my best. I know I've reached this point. And I don't have guilt because it was lessons learned. Life is full of lessons. Learn them and you'll be at a happier place. And for today, that's it, y'all. Be happy and rest for those who can. And for those who can't, I'll be sending out good thoughts to you. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Dolly Shares with Dolly Howard. Thank you for listening.